28. And we're going to stick with our little JJK mini so. But before that, quick announcements. We have a Facebook page. I mean, we've kind of already had one. I mean, it's there if you want to go to it. I know no one uses Facebook anymore, but whatever. It's there. TikTok and Instagram are popping as always. So thank you guys for like subscribes there on um, YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. We love you guys. And um, let's get to the episode. So this week's out of pocket. I just typed in anime out of pocket. And the first one I came up with was great. It's I would say listen to all the way to the end because the details are kind of like a J, the JJK story. No, I take that back. The, the story, this story, the way it's told is like finding out stuff about your older uncles and aunties. It's like you find out the story when you're like a teenager. Then you find out the real story when you're like 20. But then you find out the real story when you're like 30. I'm scared. When you get, it's just mm. more details come out. Because like <laughs> the decision is made and then you find out more and more and more why this decision was made. And you're like, oh. I'm okay. real scared. <clears throat> you should. My out of pocket for asking a student to not use anime voice in my classroom. I think we should start with like an initial straight impression. Stri- straight from the title. Okay. What do you think? I- I'm only imagining most degenerate anime moans, so I'm going to say <laughs> yes. I'm also thinking yes. I'm thinking like... Okay, my first thought was degenerate anime moans, but now I'm thinking like... <laughs> well, think about the guy... Hero. This oh, is the story I- told from the point of view of a teacher mm. telling the student not to do the anime voice. So is the teacher out of pocket? Oh, no. Well, first off, the no. teacher knows the term anime and is a Redditor. So I'm thinking this is a little sus, sus already. Mm. What well, teacher's teacher tw- is a 28 year professor. That's what we say. So like they are, mm. they're the yeah. age to know what the internet is and how shit works. It's 28 and a professor. Now I just hate him. <clears throat> Go on. All right. 28 year old non-binary and a new professor at an art college. I teach core classes about politics, sociology, and anthropology. Most teaching evals, feedback from my dean and chair, and students' feedback give me higher ratings in cre- uh, creating a safe space, safe environment for discussion. Students say I do a good job at relating to students from different views, backgrounds, and expressions. This is something I take seriously, especially as one of the only that I know of out non-binary professors at the college. I also take it seriously as someone who firmly believes in integrity of the classroom and empowering students to have hard decisions. I make it a point to never complain about students, even when they say something transphobic. I politely encourage them to learn, and I'm rated as a pretty gentle about getting things, getting them to think another way. Recently, I had one of the most uncomfortable teaching experiences, which seems silly. I had a student who was not from Japan, never spent any time in Japan, but loves anime and used a hypersexualized, over-exaggerated, baby-like voice known as anime voice. Ooh. She took on <laughs> yeah yeah the uwu she took on what was perceived as a Japanese name and I just really acted acted overexcited over wait that sense was weird overexcited. she took on that what she perceives as a Japanese name and I just really acted overexcited over the top oh and just really acted overexcited and over the top constantly. As someone who has had women students from Japan, I feel like it was at least mildly racist and just cringe for everyone to listen to. I pulled her into a convo and tried to at least see how, <clears throat> tell her how I saw it. And she has since relate, retaliated saying, I don't respect accents or names of students. This hurts. Immediately, I'm, admittedly, I'm a white professor, but this student is not Asian. I suspect that she might be, might be on the spectrum, so I try to gentle but firm. And as an autistic person, autism is not an excuse for in- inappropriate behavior. Wait, can I pause right quick? I love the, the, the victim tennis game we're playing here. Yeah. It's amazing. Is right. this going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth? Yeah. You know she, uh, it's 2023. You know what's up. Yep. We know yeah. what's up, man. She reported me as an unsafe professor. Which I feel like ruins ruins it for the international students I teach, whose names I pronounce correctly, whose accents I support, and LGBTQ plus students who I have out, who have an out non-binary professor for the first time. The admin is mostly the admin is mostly white. They keep asking, "Are you sure she's from Japan?" I'm like, "Yes." One, this is not how people from Japan talk. Two, she did a project about where she is from, and she has admitted to never spending time in Japan. As an anthropologist, I feel it's deeply irresponsible for her to use this voice, and since it is perceived as hypersexualized, it made me super uncomfortable. 
I'm not sure how other students felt about it. I didn't want to give her the attention over it. People have suggested I was too harsh that people can take on the names and um, accents that they want to. Am I out of pocket here? First edit. She has audibly moaned a couple times. The second, <laughs> there we go. There we go. The second time is when I pulled her aside before class, before many of the other students were there. I also had a class split of anime fans and people who love the subculture in the class. I'm also feminine, queer, representing. Um, so it makes me feel uncomfortable how she's always complimenting in the vo- in that voice or say how much she loved my dresses. Other students had complimented me. My fashion, but not like this. Something was off about <laughs> it. like this. Not like this. Second edit. Ooh. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take comment, uh, comment saying, yes, I was out of pocket. That's why I'm here to learn. But comments question over where, whether or not I'm trans or experience transphobia isn't okay. I'm, um, read by, I'm read by society as, uh, as a male because I've taken hormones for years, had surgeries. Not that I need to explain to somehow justify the student's behavior or explanations. But others have pointed out this class is being sexually harassed. Was this student out of pocket? Student, the student was clearly out of pocket. Funny. The student was hilariously out of pocket. I don't think that the professor's out of pocket. You know what I think is really out of pocket here? The fact that the pro- the professor had to describe, had to justify all of this when clearly the student is just acting like an ass. Just fucking around. And I don't feel as if the professor actually has to provide so many justifications for right. telling the student to just shut the fuck up with that fucking moaning in my class. <laughs> you know, it's like it's very responsible. It's like 2023 modern politically responsible yeah. response that he has. It's and exhausting. Yes. It's so exhausting for him to be like, you can't anime moan in my yeah. class, bro. Yeah, like 20 years ago, the professor would have been able to just say, Cut that shit out, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And you, you wouldn't... You, that's the, no that, one bats an eye. You know? That's the funny thing. Because, dude, now I feel so bad for teachers. Now we're in the age where, like, these internet-raised kids are in classrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if, like, your whole personality is based off of memes... You know, Imagine teaching that. It's terrible because, like, I was a, I was the class clown, and we didn't yeah. even have memes. We didn't. We had Jim Carrey. We had Jim Carrey, yeah. or you know, yeah. later on we got like Chappelle showing like the stuff like that. We just yeah. screamed at each other as our memes. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I don't even know what to say about this because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm offended on multiple, like multiple <laughs> yeah. layers. I'm, a, I kind of hate everybody. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's my natural response to most things, but just like this teacher just over explaining things, like. Uh, Ah, and then the student like just using the victim card against the teacher because the teacher was also using like just just please can we can we not have a baseline of decency like 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 things you should we did yeah yeah we did at some point you couldn't again like, just but that's how entitled do you have to be to think that using an anime baby voice and moaning in class is appropriate. Like, no matter how far you're into the anime fandom, no matter how far you're into any fandom, it is never appropriate to fucking moan in class. Can, can we is just that say, true? Can we just call the anime voice the what it actually is? The mm-hmm. you know, when I'm When I'm editing this, this is a message to me. Every time they said anime voice, I'm going to add some out-of-pocket shit right in there. <laughs> Alright? This... This episode is going to be a trash fire. Mm. Okay. I mean, it there it is. It's it needs to be. So, like, okay. Happiness, right? You you know, you, we can't be treading on each other's happiness, right? That's important. So if That is very important. You can dress and, and do whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it comes to responding to a question in the classroom, it needs to be done in a matter Wrong. that is professional. She identifies as mm-hmm. ooh. That's why... There's a time don't. and a place for everything, <laughs> so don't go into school doing ooh-ooh voices, otherwise you might get booed later. But my thing, too, about this that's really Sorry. about her is that the fucking professor pulled her to the side and like, had a private conversation. Like, listen, yeah. I'm not trying to dump on whatever you are, but I'm like, don't. Like, he literally was, it was the moan. He's like, don't moan in class. Because he was like, I'm okay. I shouldn't say he. They were okay with... Um, the voice and everything else. Cause I get it. as a teacher, you just were they okay with the voice? You just yeah. got over it because it was Stupid. not they worth the problem. It. So okay. it's like just let them have the voice. Cause I get it. As a, it's not worth the fight. If yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. keep that voice, cool. Yeah. But the moaning, 
The Monian uh, compliments, right? Compliments. Yeah, the weird them. compliments. Yeah. That's the that's the part that like sent me because I was like, the, if you the take one out, it would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> one one of the three. You know, ooh, mo- okay, maybe even moaning norm. Okay, just it's not appropriate to moan in, in like in a classroom setting. Imagine and this is like a, unless it's a sex a, class, but like imagine that's way out of pocket. Nice one though. But <laughs> imagine if they were they weren't doing the ooh voice. But we're just moaning in class anyway. That's what I'm saying. It's still yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like, still horrible. Yeah, it's it's more than just pretty bad, right? That's unacceptable. But for some reason, the uwu voice. <laughs> turns it from "ugh, that's gross, go away" to "ugh, that's cringe, stop it." It's but, not a huge change, but it is also a huge change. But what is cringe, though? That's we're, This is new territory, bro. What is cringe? Moaning if, in classrooms is always cringe. Ubu voice is always cringe. Is, if all the kids are entertained by this shit... It's still cringe. Is it cringe? Yeah. Cringe to who? That one professor? Yeah, it's cringe to everybody. <laughs> it just... Because, like, it's, it's like a bad movie. Like, a, you can still enjoy a bad movie. Mm. Like, it's still bad. Like, mm. it's, it's still cringe. You can still enjoy it. It's still cringe. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's cringe to me, but I'm just saying, it's like, cringe. it's cringe. I, I'm 34. It's cringe. <laughs> so, what is we're, we're all 34. But I'm saying we're we're all straight male, straight identifying black males, right? Yeah, yeah. we think it's cringe. Yeah. Also, a non-binary 28 year old person yeah. thinks it's cringe. And I'm we're, like, that doesn't pretty diverse enough group for me to say that this shit's cringe. I don't know. That's kind of an old professor out here <laughs> to, talking to 18 year olds. In the internet, man, you on the internet, shit from like two weeks ago is old. So facts, true. True, but uh, in real life, the uwu voice uh-huh. is never appropriate. I in mean, real life, it's not. I mean, like in a certain settings, like if you're an anime kind, you're dressed like an anime girl or whatever, you're doing it. Or like if you and your boy, you and your people's doing sexy time, y'all want to do some uwu. That's cool. Yeah. But like if you're in a, if you're in a <laughs> session anywhere where you need to communicate with another adult about yeah. anything that isn't anime or other uwu like things, yeah. then the uwu voice is, is is inappropriate. So uh, I just had another out of pocket thought. I'm thinking, what if, let's say, a voice actor and their partner were getting on sexy times, and then right at the crescendo, they just ooh voiced and just ruined everything. I'm just that's cause for a breakup. Because <laughs> I mean, like, there's a couple things in people's lives that you can't ruin, and I'm like, mm. ruining someone's uh-huh. crescendo. Mm. Those that's fight talk. I mean, <laughs> that's fight talk. You didn't have to. Wither like that, it just just a little ooh, ooh, you know, just a little ooh, ooh, ooh. For, for some people, that's that I mean, makes some, it better. Like, true, true, which is fair. Like to each their own. If the ooh yeah. makes you get there, that's cool. But that's yeah. something I feel like needs to be discussed. Because ooh, ooh <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, look at, at the crescendo. Just get his OnlyFans information. If he subscribed to Belle Delphine, then just, just drop that shit out. <laughs> no warning. Just like there's a few words that you can just it's like it's a cool bucket, right? Mm. It's a word shithole. Right. Mm. The word cummies. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. Now you're imagining oh, it. That's, so that's right. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? And then there's anything uwu, especially uwu, just like actual uwu. Yeah. Yeah. Another funny story about uwu, though. So one day, uh, it was me and another guy I work with, Joe. Um, and Joe loves, like, he loves the uh, those girls, the uwu girls. Mm. And so one day we was trying to piss Chris off when we were at work. And so every time we messed up something, we just look at Chris and be like, Chris Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> the way he wanted to kill us that entire day. So mind you, this is a nine hour, eight, nine hour shift, right? All day. We're oh, no. busiest all day. Mm. So you got, Chris, I made a beef for a rest instead of chicken. Mm. They need rice, <laughs> and then oh, we man. told him we started off and like this is uh, my boy Quasi was involved with it too, and he was like, because he works front of house, mm. so he was in expo. Me and Joe were cooking, and Chris was running inside expo behind us, so we're all like the four of us are closer than we are not really. Mm. And then so like he started getting on it too, and he was like, Chris, son, I need some white rice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chris was so mad because he had to be the he was the straight man because uh, he had to be professional. He had to give us all our food we need. He had to keep pushing through mm. to make sure that the restaurant was good. While these three degenerates were the best employees in this situation, were taking care of it. Straight up. Oh man, he's gonna hate me for that, but Dude. it's cool. Love you, bro. Oh, I want to make a skit out of that. Oh yes. man, because it was completely un- like me and Joe had talked about it, but we were like. We kept doing it to Chris completely separate. Mm. So he knew, he didn't know we talked about it. And then when we found out Quasi was doing it too, (laughs) man, you damn fools. (sighs) That's bullying. Oh, it was. It was bullying. We took one of my closest friends and we bullied him. That's clearly harassment. It was was workplace harassment. It was uh, (laughs) bullying. That's hoo-woo-boo. I'm sorry. (laughs) (sighs) Ah, okay. So yeah, don't be oohing, bro. Like just, just yeah, ooh at the appropriate oohoo times, which is never fair. That's fair. It. Yeah. All right, JJK zero. So I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of backstory about it. So that was originally the trial run for JJK, like the original, like I want to make a story. This is what you get type of deal. And then when um, JJK finally got serialized, that guy Tommy was like, well, I don't want to throw this all away. Mm-hmm. So he kind of, they kind of re- just rehashed the opening act with Yuji mm-hmm. and then just made the story. Okay. So you know what I, uh, my first thought after it ended and I heard that story you told us about uh, how this was the, the trial run originally, I thought they took Yuta and just remade him again. And they gave him the name Junpei. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Because right, uh, Junpei, if you guys don't know, Junpei is a character in the animated version. Well, serialized version. That starts off with a very similar life to Yuta. He's bullied constantly. But unlike Yuta, Junpei lashes out after he gets... Uh, after he gets... Manosphered, as we said, yeah, by a malicious actor who uh, manipulates Junpei and leads Junpei to his death eventually. Completely different ending than what Yuta has, where Yuta actually overcomes his uh, his trials and becomes a stronger person for it. Junpei just becomes a fishman, then a fishman corpse. Yep, mm-hmm. sad story. But I, I like the um, I like the duality of that, like telling the story and seeing how I can go. One way and go to other, and I I really liked um I like that parallel. I didn't even really think about that until right now, but I really I really did like that, like that. True, true. What do you think, Breezy? I oh, enjoy uh, Yuta. Yuta. Um, overall, it was, so my my thing about the old story is this uh really good story. I actually, I wish that we got more of that character instead of because I already mentioned to you guys like yeah I like JJK. I don't like the main character all that much. But the only problem with the original story is, uh, it's, it's, uh, is, it's, uh, when you, when you, when you get that part of it and then you get to the, to the actual story as it's like intended, it is kind of a double. Like you get double origin stories or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, for me, that's not a problem. I don't mind it too much because I really like that original stuff and I don't mind like a new character also having to go through the experience. But I can see like how some people would be jarred by two, yeah. two origin stories or whatnot. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Um, I like the fact that it doubled down because when you watch season one of JJK, you kind of like jo- Gojo out of nowhere is just like, yeah, you're supposed to die, Yuji, but I'm gonna help you. And it's like, yeah, yeah. that's kind of like weird. It's like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Gojo is kind of like, he's presented as like, he's presented as the strongest. He's presented as like somebody that does whatever the fuck he wants to at all time. Yeah. So you, that's what you kind of just stick with. Like, yeah, that's just kind of who he is. He's just doing it because he wants to do it. <laughs> but I like the double origin story for me personally because it doubles down on why Gojo um, did well, for Yuji what he did for Yuji because he did it. He saw it in Yuta. He saw yeah, how yeah. Yuta grew and I saw, it. and then he just literally saw like, oh shit, you're in the same predicament as he in. Yeah. And he gave him, um, and I like he gave him a real automatum like, you're going to die, but you can choose this. You can figure it out. You can live your life how you want to, mm. or I can just murk you right now. Right. <laughs> and that was like, I don't. I like Yuji, and I understand. I understand why people don't like Yuji because. 
he's kind of an unlikable main character, but I like him for all the reasons that people don't like him. I like him because he's like, he doesn't have a real big drive. Like he only thing he really wants to do is like find a decent way to die, like live a good life and be good friends. And the reason I like him so much is because it's like realistically it's like in that world, that's the hardest thing to do. Because think about any other anime world. You just want to, like, I'm mean, my hero. I want to live a regular life. You can live a regular life. But in the JJK world, living a regular life is just as hard as Luffy becoming a pirate king. Hmm. Or, like, Asta becoming a wizard king. Like, that shit's hard. Because, like, what's normal in JJK? Hmm. So that's why I like Yuji. Because, like, he's trying to do something that's just as ridiculous as um, Luffy or any other MCs. But I don't think people give him enough credit saying that, like, his dream's too simple or he's too... I'm like... Yeah. They look to do next yeah. to you. Yeah. Somebody out there trying to fight and just to survive. And I'm like, he's just doing it in a very different way. Like, and I, <clears> as a character, as a character, I really like him. But as a main character, it's, uh, my reason for not liking him as the main character are the same reason I don't like Van and, uh, FF7 or FF12. 12. Yeah, yeah. Cause he just seems midriff. He's under power for one. And, uh, it's just like watching, for me, if he came in with like half his power set, like already, I would like him more. Cause it's like, Again, like the pacing for me is weird because it's like it's not a full on shonen, so we don't get to see his like full build because yeah. it feels like he should be in like another show to like build up properly. But like, just everything else is so fast paced and like frantic, and then you get to him and it's like, oh, you're just level one protagonist guy. It's like it's it doesn't fit with me, and so when he comes on the screen, it's boring to me. I like that aspect though. That's the yeah. thing. I like it because it's like to me, it seems because it's realistic. Because you didn't know shit about Christ Energy, yeah. And he gets thrown into this world where everyone else has been doing it for fucking right, ever, right? And that's why I really like the movie too, because it shows Yuda for Yuda versus Yuji, right? Yuda comes in, he has like canonically, he has the third most cursed energy in the show. Like his ability is broken. I won't say it because it's like it's not revealed to the end of season two, and like he's just overpowered as fuck. Hmm. And then you get Yuji, who is a literal nobody. Right. Who has like hand to hand combat. Like, like in the show, physical, like outside of Curse Injury, he's physically the strongest person in the show. He's, yeah. he's got the nine tails inside of him. Yeah. Yeah, but like but that's not, but it, Sukuna doesn't help him though. Like all it does is give him immunity to poison. Like it gives him like a baseline stuff, buff. Yeah. But I like mean, Sukuna's not giving him. Bro, he's got anything. extra lives. Right. <laughs> he got extra lives. Right. That's a big buff. In that universe, no, not, yeah, huge. Yeah. It's not really though. You know, I do like the double origin story because it does make this feel more like an actual high school. And by that, I mean yeah, that's fair. having a high school-based show that has actual character progression where they age up and then age out. It, it reminds me of, like, Degrassi, which... Yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah, that's, funny a fun, that's a fun comparison, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it'd be really cool if you had an anime where characters actually <laughs> did age up through the four years of high school and then left and made the way for other characters. Yeah. Or maybe like when they become seniors, they stop being the main character and it focuses on other characters. Mm -hmm. And it, it feels really cool to actually see a senpai go up and out and then become the leader of, you know, the younger generation. That's what I feel like Gojo is, Mm -hmm. except we don't get to see him growing up, but he actually feels like, like a teacher, like Kakashi. Like a, a mentor. Well, that is the um, the first part of season two is <clears throat> is essentially Gojo's origin, not Gojo's origin story, but it's his origin story. Hmm. It's how he became the Gojo that we know and love. So you will get to see that. But um, hmm. yeah, I, I think it. Um, Yuta, I really, I like Yuta. Like later, you'll get to see Yuta and Yuji together, and I think that's really. Because it goes back to what you just said. Like, it shows, like, that growth or whatever. And, like, he does take on a senpai role towards, um, nice. towards Yuji. So, but it's, like, it's a super dope, like, later on. But I, like I said, none of your arguments, like, Breeze, why you don't like him, like, is all the reasons I do like him. But it's understandable. Yeah, but I will I, say this, I though. I don't like his fighting style. I just, like, I like something a little bit more something. than Big Punch. Yeah. I actually do like him as a character because he is learning stuff. Same. Like, yeah. when, uh... When he found out that Sukuna is not just a get out of jail free card. <laughs> hey Ryan, cue the laughing <laughs> clip right now. <laughs> that was an important lesson. And he's learning about like his dream of having a good death. He's learning that's that's a really a really vague thing. That's yeah. it's a little childish and uh, He's getting disillusioned and he's overcoming it and he's becoming more of a character and I respect 
that growth that so few shonen characters really yeah. get. To me, I think he's, I think where Yuji is now, he's a better gone for his like showing, like you gone got that like going bad. And I think Yuji is like, he's hitting all the points that gone hit, but he's just like, he's older. So he's like, he can make the rationale to figure out like how to fix it. Cause I think he's him. Cause like, if you look at the comparison, I think him and going are like literally on the same path. It's just Yuji's making better decisions, has better people around him to make, help him make better decisions. Whereas, cause like around Gon, everyone was just like, we're going to do what Gon wants to do and like just let him do whatever and support him. Mm-hmm. Whereas everyone else with Yuji is just like, you're yeah. still a kid. We're going to help you, but we're also going to not protect you from the world. We're going to put you in the world with us and let you learn with us. Mm-hmm. I agree. I say Yuji is on earth. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Gon is wherever the fuck yeah. that story takes Fantasy. place. Yeah. Cause then, cause then Luga too, everyone tried to protect Gon at every point in time. Like they just try to shield him, especially Killer would try to shield him from all the fucked up shit in the world. Whereas Yuji's like, the world is fucked up. And like, you can either <laughs> deal with it or you don't. <laughs> and then, um, I like, what are the highlights of the movie? Favorite scenes? Hmm. Man, there's so many. Um, I like that locker. Oh. So favorite scenes. We're going to start with you, Reese. Oh, favorite scene for me was, uh, Inumaki and, um, was it Yuta? Yuta. Inumaki and Yuta versus the demon at the, uh, abandoned shopping the. center. Yes. That guy. That guy. Really cool scene because, uh, we got to see Yuta's growth. Uh, he went from, you know, a squishy mage who wasn't mm-hmm. very inconf- unconfident about everything he did to uh, a very confident fighter who wanted to protect his yeah. friends and stuff like that. It was just a really good distillation of, uh, that. And you know what? As a video game player, you can clearly see that the writer was also a video game player. Straight up. Because that was straight up Rushdown versus Zoner. Yes. 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 And like almost, I feel as if they had used some terms that was pretty, they pretty they much used some did. terms that. Yeah. 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 Well, Gagakatami is a huge nerd too. Yeah. So like, it's a lot of, uh, comments in there that are like very video game based very, and like they're our age. Like 35, 36. Like, mm-hmm. so we sense. grew up with them. Yeah. So, like, that's why it, it was made. Like, JJK was made for our, our generation. Yeah. So it's dope. Yeah, the strap your nuts on, man. Like, anytime that main character or character anywhere, like, anytime you just, like, buck up and, like, I'm about to do this. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do it scared, man. Yeah. Do it scared. A little bit of a PSA. Our audio fucked up a little bit (laughs) we lost some footage so we had to re-record this part about the favorite uh the favorite scene so if it sounded a little bit stitched (laughs) it rushed it was okay (laughs) whoopsie technology yeah yeah what you right you know, I, I said that my favorite part was the locker because i really like the horror elements in here um the author does a very good job of portraying gore, gruesomeness, violence in that way that makes it look like a looks like the either the opening or the end scene of a horror film or a horror story. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, when the woman got cut in half and stuffed with salt. Oh, yeah, and they that's showed pretty in the inspired, yeah. you know. Yeah. A locker with four people stuffed inside, but they're still somehow alive. Yeah, that's some really good, uh, really good nightmare yeah. fuel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like it's not overdone too. Like you get the you get the horror, and it's just like it's just enough to keep you there. It's like you're still a shonen, but like don't forget. Yeah, yeah, still a horror. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, eventually that's probably gonna happen to one of the characters. I mean, Junpei already got Innsmouth, so, uh, <laughs> you know, what was that? Oh, that was my spoiler. No, that was my spoiler. Did you look at Junpei fish face? No, I was going to be looking at the screen like spoilers. Don't worry, man. This is, everything will be all right, unless your name's Junpei. What did you say his name was? Fish Oh, you didn't call him beef right at 400 degrees, did you? man, you didn't have him call him Mrs. Cakes. I called him Sushi. Sushi. <laughs> Sorry. <Dude. laughs> oh, <it's> so bad. <laughs> oh yeah. man, but that that scene where um uh Gojo and Miguel. Oh yeah. So before so so let you guys in on it. Before they even watched the movie, Breezy I found a breakdown scene of that fight. Oh, and we yeah. watched this guy break down the the, the scene. 
hit by hit. Yep. Slap by slap. Slap by slap. <laughs> and it was like, watching that fight, there's a lot more slaps than punches in that fight. And the disrespect that Gojo put on that man, only because he wasn't trying to kill him. Like, he took that ass whooping like that because he wasn't trying to get marked. Like, if Gojo wanted to kill him, he would have just one-shot him and been done with it. But yeah. the fact that he was, wasn't trying to kill him, he kept fighting back. Well, what would y'all prefer? Just to get your ass whooped so hard you die from it? Or to get just, like, your ass whooped but slap like a dandy as he's doing and, it? Who am I in this story? Because if I'm a Gab, I'm just you some Miguel. background character. If I'm a, just kill me, bro. Just kill me. Why are you doing this? I respect Miguel in that after that first combo, he clearly saw the difference. And then he just started fighting for a timeout. Yeah. He's like, all right. Like, all right, zoning it is. Yeah. He really looked at it and was like, Oh, this is the boss I'm not supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. All right. How many mm-hmm. turns I need to last? Bet. And you know the 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 peak, the culmination of his desperation? Throwing that air conditioning. <laughs> Cause you are fighting essentially a god. Because realistically, fighting Gojo is like fighting a god. Yeah. And you you just you throw <laughs> you take your magic rope. You got a magic rope, mind you. A magic rope. Yeah. And you use that magic rope to throw an air conditioner at God. That's go. when you know you're at the peak of like, I don't know what the fuck to do with my life right now. He knew what it was, man. He knew it wasn't arcade mode. It was survival mode. Man, yep. at that moment, though, like, I like to be realistic and, and think about how I would react to things in, like, anime verse. And it's like, I'm not fighting Gojo. Mm. And, like, if I, no matter who I'm in the anime verse, like, I understand, like, who I am in mm. my power level. Mm. And I need to realize that, like, his name is Gojo. Like, other people that are ranked higher than me say that he's the strongest. And, like, people do not fight him because he's the strongest. What mm-hmm. makes you think that? Who am I? And it's like, but in the JJK world, people constantly think that they are him mm-hmm. against Gojo. Mm-hmm. And the thing that people, like, I don't think, like, ca- casual fans of people realize is that since Gojo's part of the Gojo clan, he's one of the biggest, part of one of the biggest Go- um, JJK clans, like, in the, the verse, all of his techniques are the same techniques that have been used for thousands of years. So any of the other big families or anyone has any access to JJK shit can learn all of his abilities. Hmm. And it's like, you have an encyclopedic knowledge of his abilities. You still will get clapped. Cause I, just cause I know what God can do does not mean <laughs> I can react to it. That's fair. <laughs> but you still think that you and your magic rope and your air conditioner is about to Damn. do this work. It's why Deadshot thinks, uh, Deadshot and Captain Boomerang think they can take Superman. It's like, uh, I know he's Superman. You know, I know he got a long rap sheet. I know I just got boomerangs, <laughs> but we about to make something happen. We got to get this money. <laughs> hey, Batman thinks he can take Superman. True. Is he right? True. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the writer, yeah. yeah I mean, it depends on... I mean, he can he can drown him in money. <laughs> can Superman swim out that money pit? Giant pit of money. If you compare the two, right? How many times has Batman killed Superman versus how many times has Superman killed Batman? This is probably even probably in the comics, but in, in like general media, it usually goes in bad no, 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 no. favor. When Superman kills the Earth, mm-hmm. the Earth exploding might kill Batman, <laughs> but that's not Superman <laughs> killing Batman. When a good writer writes it, it just takes heat vision, and Batman's done. Yeah, I mean, it would take anything. True, I mean, he just, just flick Batman. Yeah, and it's done. Yeah. I mean, take a rock, bam, <laughs> it's over. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. That's what Batman uses against Superman, too. Oh, okay. takes a rock, bam, it's yeah. over. Superman could just go, right? <laughs> I mean, he could. Realistically, I mean, what? Yeah. That's true. You know, sometimes he just go. Sometimes he uh, he needs to breathe in to take that. <laughs> could you imagine? That's the most disrespectful he thing. He I got could it. not. I could not be in a fight with somebody. I square up and they do, and then I'm like face to face with them. Mm. Nah, bro, it's over. I'm wild, bro. Whatever we've done here. You proving your point. <laughs> Breathe it in. That's the smell of fear. <laughs> Men are brave. Smells like bitch in here. Um, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, I just, I I just quoted uh, Batman v Superman when he hit him with the kryptonite cloud. He was like, oh, breathe that in. That's fear. And then Superman was getting weak. He was like, oh, you think you're brave? No. Men are brave. <laughs> It's so fucking edgy, man. It's so edgy. But in that situation, too, I thought that would have did more damage to Superman. Just because thinking, like, I don't mm. know how Kryptonian lungs work, but the fact that, like, if I just 
breathing a bunch of crystal meth. I'm like, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> and like, I assume kryptonite is like the equivalent of a bunch of crystal crystal meth to, yeah. to Superman. In, in most comics, that probably would have killed him. It depends on who's writing it. In, in some comics, just just having it in front of his face kills. Yeah, and I, I don't yeah. like that one. I like the more of like it's like anything else, like a poison or whatever. He can build up some tolerance to it, but like if it's the direct, mm-hmm. like direct injection or direct insulation, I feel like, I mean, uh, yeah, inhalation, mm. he should, uh, it should do more damage. I, I think, like, um, oh, clearly you should have added some Joker gas to that. Oh no. <laughs> oh, not the Joker. Oh, no. gas. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, getting out of my lane here. Oh but. shit. Sounding not so just mm. <laughs> what you're talking mm. about. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it how they got it in the movie when he's exposed to it, but he's still kind of tanky, a little bit tanky, but like less so. So like Batman can fight him in a big ass suit and and it's like a evenish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I like I the expected that. like that. Like I like um, and that's why I like uh, in I like JJK. I like Gojo as. Superman and JJK because he's a better version of Superman in my opinion mm-hmm. because it's like he's super that. overpowered he can do all these things but it's like most people in the verse hate him mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I'm at with Superman it's like too, people, too many people love him I'm like mm-hmm. but I, that's why I like the Zack Snyder one where like people kind of like I love him some people are like I hate him I thought that was a more realistic view of Superman mm-hmm. and I think Gojo for me Gojo is the best version of uh, the new, the new best version of Superman, like mm. the new, like pinnacle of power, or whatever mm. that's supposed to like represent, like I am him. Mm-hmm. Like I think Gojo is like a good. Uh, I don't like him because he's too weebish. He right off the bat, oh, I can do two black holes and blah 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 blah. It's so fucking try hard, but but mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with. It. I'm just waiting to see because I don't like him right now. I'm waiting yeah. to see when I'm gonna like him if I'm gonna like him. But I like Saitama. I don't like. <laughs> Super Weeb Gojo. Saitama is a gag character, though. Yeah, I mean, Saitama like, is a gag character. Yeah, I'll say Saitama can only be matched in a fight by Bugs Bunny. Hey man, Gear Five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brad. Luffy's uh, Luffy is Bugs Bunny now. What do you mean? <laughs> he ate the Bugs Bugs fruit. Might as well. <laughs> okay, you know he did eat the Bugs Bugs fruit. No, that's true. In Gear Five, Luffy, Luffy is kind of that gag god. Gag God, yeah, yeah. All right, but yeah, Saitama is a. I, I get it. Like, I, all your reasons make sense. Like, there are all reasons to not like Gojo. Right, I'm just like, just, just okay. Because Gojo is the character you make when you're a 13 year old. Yeah, boy. That's, like Gojo that's why is, I don't and, like that's, it. and that's, that's why, why I, I love like him. Yeah. I love him because he is him. And like, I think, I think you're like Gojo a lot more in season two. Because I like I like Gojo. That's where I really started to like Gojo like season two because his. Mm. His role as he does his role more because in this one he's more of a teacher. He's a horrible teacher, mm. but like when Gojo gets to be Gojo, mm. it's like how I feel about Superman. How Superman is terrible when he's like on Earth, but mm. like I love Superman. Like anytime he's off Earth doing stuff, mm. it's like that. Gojo goes off Earth in, in season two. All right, no. that does sound cool. Like with a hard limit or a check, he could just be that deal. Yeah, it's a different not, show. So. Yeah, yeah. I do like the fact that he's considered like a nuclear bomb. It was like uh, like nations have a Gojo policy, <laughs> like let him do whatever, leave him alone. Oh yeah, they, they have a fear, foreign policy just for him. Mm-hmm. And I actually do like that because that is like the final. That's the final state of all shonen characters, where you become a, a nation level threat, <laughs> and nations actually have to defend against Think you. Think about and, you, yeah. And they actually did show that the stuff that they come up with to anti-Gojo actually is effective in stalling or stopping them. Mm. Like that one anti-Gojo barrier in yeah. episode or season one, mm. that worked. And if they mm. can do that again, like do like some sort of like Tsukiyomi type thing where they just jump a dimension <laughs> or face. move him out of a dimension or something, it's like that would actually allow you to have... JJK events occur. <laughs> I haven't read or watched anything in the case, so that weird face doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying, if you were to write a story with something as powerful as Gojo in it, uh, the people who are realistic would have to come up with realistic solutions for the Gojo. Uh, and that yeah. is one of the ones that you do if you wanted to do anything with the threat of that man hanging over your head. Yeah, right. And I like, too, that, like, um, Gojo. I, I like the fact that Gojo like arrogantly talks to like 
the heads of JJK sir. He's like, you're alive yeah, because I choose not to kill you. <laughs> so right. remember that every day when open I walk secret. out of here. Yeah, yeah. Open, <laughs> it's an open secret that I run this bitch. <laughs> I hate just you. Just a figure. <laughs> you hate me, but as long as you leave me alone, you can live. Slight, slight, slight spoiler, which I really like though, is that the fi- the, the the figureheads they never get shown. Like the whole the whole show, they're kind of like behind the, the mm-hmm. I forget what the door the Japanese door is called, mm-hmm. but they're kind of just like these nobody figureheads. And I really like the symbology of that. It's like because in society, it's like these government figures, they're really nobodies. They're mm-hmm. just they're just people that have all this power for no reason, and they might as well be fucking anonymous. And I really like the the play in JJK for that because it's like. It really sends home like why Gojo hates these people because he's like, you guys <laughs> literally sit behind his door, call all these shots for everything while people are out here, and like you're trying to kill this kid because he got this demon demon thing attached to him. Hmm. You're not even trying to figure it out, and right. you don't even have the power to figure it out. All right, but I do, so shut up. Did you so guys ever see uh, Squid Games all the way through? I didn't watch it all the way through because I, I I want to. But I skipped it because of all the fucking hype. And then, like, it was a death game that people were doing. I'm like, bro, death games. I'm a nerd. I'm an anime. Death yeah, games aren't I, new. You true. regular people, true. death games are new. But I do want to watch Squid Games because I've heard from every people that are not the hype train that it was legit good. You probably like it until the ending of it. But I only reference it because uh, they did unveil the uh, Illuminati, so to speak. And uh, for a lot of people that it was disappointing because they were just like uh, a lot of them were just like fat Americans and ah. just like <laughs> did you, you you watch all the way through? Right? I've only watched I, I watched till they got out of the Squid Game the first time. Okay, okay. Oh shit. Okay, so I can't spoil it too much. But anyway, they were just decadent, just like having just sex parties and all that stuff. It was okay. wild. As it it makes sense. As yeah, but it's the same thing. Like see, seeing the actual Illuminati folks, I think it disappointed a lot of people because it kind of became a different show once they were introduced into it. Because mm. it became kind of about them, and they were just like these like disgusting. <laughs> Aristocrats, corpulent <laughs> aristocrats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it's on my it's on my to watch list. It's good. I liked it. But uh, some other yeah. stuff I watched. Uh, I watched recently though. Um, I watched BNA and I watched Cyberpunk, mm. and they were both amazing, mm. like very amazing. Like, um, I highly recommend both of them. So with Cyberpunk, my only beef with Cyberpunk, I think they do a real shit job of telling you time, like. The time passing, like they show you, like times pass, but it's never really clear about how much time has passed. It's like it could be a week, it could be six months, it could be years. Don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Mm-hmm. I think they do a terrible job at that. But like outside of that, that story is just fucking good. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, I think you'll love it because this is a sh- tragic story. Oh, it's a beautiful tragedy. It's a be- It is a beautiful tragedy. That is surprising. I, uh, I I watched the first episode. Oh yeah, I watched like five minutes of the first episode, and it was like. Like growing like on, and I was my first thought was like, "What the fuck am I looking at? Mm. <laughs> this looks so cartoony." And I'm thinking, I thought this was cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is like serious as a heart attack. <clears throat> I didn't get, uh, I didn't get that far in. Yeah. But, so the way that first episode goes is like you start off like yeah, like you said, but it makes a drastic shift like when life changes. Like his because it's showing you like his life through that lens, but then it shows you his actual life. Like, probably like five minutes where you stop that. It shows you his actual life, and that's where you get to, like, the good... Because, like, the second half... First... Say half of the first episode is kind of eh, but, like, the second half of the second episode... The second half of the first episode, and after that, it just hits the ground running, and it never stops until the end. I think I, I will watch Cyberpunk. I think it's worth the conversation, because it... Because, too, the thing I like, it does with me, for the most though, is, like, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it's a story in a universe that is alive already so like this is literally just like somebody took someone's story out of the cyberpunk verse and we just get to see it and you just put it back and it's done Mm -hmm. and i love that because it's like you can it's characters in the story like my boy that was like super into it talking like characters in the story and weapons for that they use and whatever you can get them in the game so like they it's very much a part of the game and so i'm excited now to go back and play the game and stuff to see this see how these characters interacted and one character in the show killed one of my favorite character, so I need to find where he is in the game, and I need to murder him. And I'm going to make a save file so that I can continue murdering him mm-hmm. in any way I see fit. Fine. Because I'm real mad, because it was literally the last fucking episode, mm-hmm. and they killed my favorite character. They killed my girl, and I was like, nah. Uh, nah. You got trigunned. I did. Oh. I did. The disrespect. <laughs> and then, um, 
BNA was a story about like half beast, like um, humans and half beastman people and like them interacting and like the world they live in. And it was 11 episodes and it is probably one of the best representation representations of like racism and how people deal with it and like how people have to adjust in various different ways of like people that have dealt with it for like forever people that are new to it like it gives you like all different types of it and like how it interacts with people and i thought it was a really good hot take on like how people are just people mm-hmm. and they just everyone just fighting their own battles and trying to exist mm-hmm. so those two like they're both quick too um cyberpunk's 10 episodes being is 11 episodes highly recommend <clears> them both <throat> storytelling's pretty damn good and um bna is a little a little wacky Mm-hmm. Like the car, like the the animation style is more when it's serious, it's serious. But when it's cartoon, it's cartoony. And like I'm a big One Piece fan, so I like I always love that. Like the animation style kind of goes with like what you're portraying. It's kind of fun. I watch BNA, but I've already seen the Superior Killing Bites, so there's no reason to watch BNA at this point. Fair enough. Killing Bites better animation, but BNA has a better story. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> this shit no killing bites that fucking season two start or whatever i started i tried oh, to read the manga yeah yeah oh you got there too yeah oh, it's so weird it's so weird it's, it's like so i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep what ryan said about uh about chainsaw man like i i like my season one mm-hmm. and i'm gonna keep mm-hmm. my season keep one yeah as it is and like yep. just leave it that that's like, what that's what i saw when <laughs> i saw the terrier face and killing bites so i was like that first season was all right i'm cool I'm with cool. that yeah that's the terrier, like like the dog <laughs> yeah and like i thought breezy was being old man breezy with this and i was like it's not that bad breezy's being dramatic he's an old man he's rah, 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 rah. then i looked at it and i was like i looked i put on my phone i looked at it and i was just like i wanted to be right but now i want to be right because this is i don't know what the fuck this is and then when i found out that i was wrong i, I just <laughs> Don't look it up. <laughs> Just if you ever see Killing Bites, it is an amazing first season. Do not continue the story after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. It's just uh, if somebody out there, I know it's your favorite manga, it's your favorite anime all the time. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But that's your ass. They're like, just keep with it. It'll eventually get good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I saw it in no, the face. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and I would say this too, like, I put it what I put my hero at. And like the only reason. I'm still even tolerating and dealing with my hero reading the mangas because, like, I'm so far in mm. that I need to finish it. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. But, like, if I would have actually stopped that season one, I would never have went back. Just like with Killing Bites. Gotcha ass. Yeah. <laughs> mid tier. Wow. I have a my lot. My hero's of... mid. And if it's her favorite, you're mid too. <laughs> Damn. Mid. Dang, oh, shit. Shots fired. Mid. Damn. Deku's mid. All right. Bach goes better than him. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's, that one's true. At least. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think that's true as well. Imagine if Bakugo was the main <clears throat> character. Better show. Shigaraki wouldn't be doing what he's doing now because he'd be dead already. <laughs> Damn. I'd That'd be an interesting character, actually. Yeah. Um, go from Goody Two Shoes Hero Academy to we need to kill the Joker so that Joker doesn't kill people. Yeah, because I'm still convinced that the My Hero story is going to end with like Deku saving Shigaraki. Oh, what yeah. I hate though is because, um, not ki- yeah, I said not killing, right? Not killing. Kill. Yeah, yeah he's gonna say because uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, his mentor Yoda, not Yoda. What's his name? Oh, a uh, little guy, uh, El Torino. Gran yeah, Torino. <laughs> yeah, something, something like El that. Gran <laughs> El Torino. You mean okay. push it together? Yeah, yeah, Gran Torino. He told him was like sometimes to save people you need to kill him. He pretty much he was just like. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, yeah. Like, he's killed. But he's like, old, Mark. Mr. Shona Jump. Could you grab that? I want to show you guys something. Uh, okay, so a DC Comics uh, illustrator drew a My Hero Academia cover mm. in DC style. That and it is like, it is the coolest shit I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. And like, looking at that, you could just imagine that DC could actually make one hell of a my hero uh, one hell of a my hero story mm-hmm. son of a beach yes yeah, oh of- look up villains yeah dc uh, my hero villains ooh cuz it yeah it's all the villains it's uh totally oh that's beach. even better yeah that is better yep that's the one there it is that's the one let's see you can see the full picture the- at the bottom or do they do the full picture? Because it, oh, you can see all Toga. 
Are you not I guess it's all of them. Oh, there, oh, there we go. Yeah. Well, of course, you gotta go to X to see it. <clears throat> X. Oh, that's wow. A, that's a... Damn. Pink. And it still looks like uh, a little um, bit anime Dobby looks terrible, but everyone else... Oh, you said Dobby? Dobby at the bottom. He looks terrible. Dobby's oh. original design looks better, but like everyone else, by hands down. Yeah, Dobby looks like... Uh, looks kind of like Sandman, actually, but not... Uh, yeah, we'll put the picture up on screen, way. but this is a... This is great. Yeah. This is great. I like I think this. this is what you always want. Breezy, you've always said this. You've always said that like, if... if comics could actually do my hero it will always be better so i got a lot of gripes with my hero part of it is the designs i actually don't like the uh i like i like his art overall but i don't like the way he draws costumes uh and yeah some of his characters are just like weirdly like like if you look at their silhouette it just it's just kind of a mess like that horse thing, <laughs> that horse ninja guy. That horse ninja. Come on, man. Yes. Of course, the horse ninja looks bad. Yeah, I know what you. I know what you mean though, because like, because DC has a very good way of doing like alien creatures or whatever, and they still like the humanoid ones still kind of look like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You like when you look at anime designs, like if you can like make them into a silhouette and they still look visually, you know, appealing. Appealing. Yeah. yeah. Like in my hero, a lot of them just just aren't. Yeah, and I think they're. I think the problem with their costumes is that a lot of them are flat, and like I think it's used yeah. to being with um, American comics is like 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 Batman for his utility belt. He always has like stuff on his utility belt, and like his gauntlets do stuff, and it's like it's just always something going on. But I feel like a lot of the my hero characters like it's they're just spandex. Yeah, and it's it's a bit busy because uh, with superhero comics they'll start with a base of simple shapes to to like design the costumes. My hero just. I don't see that in a lot of my hero costumes. I just see like a lot of line work and it's kind of like modern, like Marvel and DC costumes where it's like, it's just all these lines for no reason. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't like, no, I, I agree with that aspect of it. Cause like, that was one thing that like, I never really, I didn't realize I didn't like it until like we talked about it. Cause like, I didn't, I didn't like it, but I didn't realize why I didn't like it. Mm. And like, I didn't realize the costume design. Cause like the costumes I do like, or like Kirishima's, like his is, is simple, and it's like he's a caveman type dude. So he has like a, um, like pretty much like a kilt, some pants, and like some shoulder pads, and like yeah. it's simple design, and it shows that like he's unbreakable. So like it shows like off his biceps and like his chest and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, cool. And yeah. then Fat Gum's the other one. Fat he's just gum. a big old fat dude, and I'm like, yeah, and that's his Fat Gum moment. I'm like, cool. He's yeah. just wearing a hoodie. He's a dude wearing a hoodie <laughs> yeah. that's big as hell, and it's yeah. like, yeah, alright, Fat Gum. Yeah. Cause I I, I feel like. To me, honestly, Deku has one of the simplest designs. And I feel like your main character, yeah. and to, for comparison, mm-hmm. I talked about this. I watched a video where they were talking about Luffy, how Luffy is like a very simple character, very simple design. Mm-hmm. But like people are speculating that Oda did that on purpose because he has all these different forms, like gear two, gear three, gear four. These, his abilities, he's stretchy. So he can, he's always in some, he doesn't, he's never looking normal, okay. so to speak. So you gotta keep him iconic somehow. Somehow, so you like his. So it's, it's backwards with Luffy because he's so bo- his normal look is so boring. But you get it's cool because like you know like all right, what else is he about to do? Yeah. But with Deku is like he is his Deku silhouette, and it's like he can do all these cool moves like black weapon stuff. But I'm like his design is kind. Of, his design doesn't change. All he does is his clothes tear off. But it's not like the Dragon Ball Z where like I use a beam and use a beam back on me, my tears are cold off and I look like a man. It's like I just look dirty <laughs> and raggedy. You know, I've always really liked Luffy. I think Luffy has like the best branding of any anime character where his branding is hat and sandals. That's it. And he beats your ass <laughs> while looking like he should be on vacation. <laughs> And he doesn't lose the hat. That's like it's like the Indiana Jones thing. Like yeah. as long as he can beat you without losing his hat, that means you're a light work. Yeah, but I, but the cool thing too about his hat because you're not too far in one piece. Is like that's a thing that um, like he didn't have the he has trench strap on it. Like he didn't have one on it before. Like that was the thing he learned. Like <laughs> going out there, and like uh, yeah. Nami repairs his hat. Like over the course of uh the, sh- the show or the anime the manga so like when you actually look at his hat from different angles like the one of the, the most iconic ones was the first one is buggy sent his three uh claws through it so mm-hmm. the top of Buggy his, his hat is three lines in here that um nami stitched up so anytime you see the very top of his hat you can see the three lines in there and i love the little details that oda puts in that but like all of it's like a bunch of couple different times it's happened but like any damage is done to his hat you can always see it mm-hmm. but yeah if his hat's on top of his head and he fights you bro it's a wrap. <laughs> he gotta at least be on his back. Dude, I used to draw this one of him. It's like him. He got the hat on his face. He's like cupping it, and then he got his hand doing something. 
But that was always one of my favorite uh, photos. My favorite Luffy pose is either the year two pose or this pose. Because this is the pose he always has before. That's always the one he has before he does the gut punch. And that's like the end. That's marks the end of all his fights. Mm. Like, so when Luffy does this and he'll like say, I'm going to be king of the pirates. He'll punch him right in the gut. And then that's when, you know, like the next couple things he's going to do. It's a wrap. Nice. And, um, the other one is the gear two pose because like that moment was chilling the first time. Cause oh, like you yeah. watched him get his shit kicked in by Bluno. And then when we saw Bluno again, he's like, oh, damn, I couldn't beat you, but I guess I got to do this. Mm-hmm. That was, oof. that was peak. Peak. Still peak. Peak. But yeah, yeah. hell of a tangent. I mean, <laughs> hey, well, we're talking back about to JJK. It started, started with JJK, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it, it went to all the new anime verse. The yeah. new stuff are going on and like what it's compared to. So I mean, we look at JJK, you get the Demon, what, Demon Slayer, Hell's Paradise, Chainsaw Man, um, My Hero. Excuse me, what else would be in that new big boy? Black Clover. Uh, Black Clover. What's the other one you like? Uh black clover and um isn't it like a new big three like uh my hero black clover and what's the third one is it jjk or is it a different one i think people are doing demon slayer for that one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. for that slayer. and then um the you know got the dark trio with uh jjk hell's paradise and chainsaw chainsaw man but yeah like demon slayer kind of straddles two worlds a little bit it does because it's like it's very like gross and gritty but it's really colorful and like pretty too yeah true. i feel like it's and more hopeful. of a it is hopeful it's like it's like the it's like remember that thing you were talking about with inuyasha a couple weeks back yeah. where it's like it's like a sh- it's like a shoujo right but it's kind of like pretending to be a shonen i think i think uh demon slayer is like on the right end of that yeah. i yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i can see that yeah uh, yeah yep because yeah it's like the a hopeful seinen yeah yeah like a seinen with a positive ending yeah we're going towards a positive ending. Yeah, that's true. Time to kill some characters. <laughs> we got to kill. No comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. We probably got to talk about that at some point. Yeah, we should probably get down here on Demon Slayer. We should. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, say so JJK. Highly recommend it. Um, how do you guys feel the movie? Would you watch it again? Do you recommend it to people? Would you tell it to fuck mm-hmm. off? Like, final thoughts before we get out of here. I'd like to see a JJK movie uh, spinoff. Spinoff series. Let's see what uh, uh yeah, what's happened with Yuta. Me too. His life. I was actually rereading it. Um I'm currently rereading it. Even though that was the first my first uh connection with JJK because Shonen Jump, the app yeah. puts that as the first couple of chapters. I hate that. So <laughs> it, it's fine because it does it all does flow well like we talked about before. But like you said, it is some some spoilerific stuff in here too. Yeah, that's why I tell everybody like it's, it's fine because technically the perfect if you watched it in perfect chronological order, it'd be the first part of season two, zero, season one, and then season two. Mm, like that's that's that's, that's canonically like high. Like I'm not canonically, but that's like if you wanted to watch it like chronologically, that's how it worked. Mm, yeah, that'd be weird. Canonically, yeah, season one, the movie, season two, but yeah, it's a yeah. In in the perfect breezy universe, this would be JJK. We'd be following you the story, because um, I really like the pace of it and everything like that. But as it is, I really like it. I like how it flows into the uh, the main show. So, do you want to yeah, I also do. I burp. <laughs> <laughs> in a, I guess, perfect Ryan world, we would uh, everything would be split up into a. Into a student's entire academic career, quote unquote academic career, mm. and we'd get a Yuta story, we get Yuji's story, we get some another third person story, oh, maybe Junpei. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> in your world, uh, that shit don't exist in the world. Yeah, you know? Dude, as a manga, as someone that read the manga first, when I watched the intro and they had Junpei in the intro, and I'm like. <laughs> That's dirty. That's dirty. <laughs> That's, dirty. That's so dirty. Like our boy, we got a dude, did she Dustin? Yeah, he got, got the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, he has a summon. The rest yeah. of the because it's it because when I was like the thing that um that tipped me off in the manga when I was reading and why I thought he was going the only reason and the only reason I was like I think he might not make it is because I'm like you're a summoner and I'm like 
Fushiguro can already summon. And oh, I'm like, so my my video game you knowledge smart. and my knowledge of being a nerd put together, I was like, you can't smart. have two summoners on a team, right? Yeah. That just doesn't make sense. Dang. And I was just like, nah. I'm like, damn. I'm just saying he was obsolete. You calling him redundant? Yep. You he, cutting him off like a worker in 2021? Damn. I'm just saying, if you got one summon, but I find this other guy that got 10 summons, I mean, unless your one yeah. summon is Gojo, it was not worth it. <laughs> I mean, we're, we just spent quite a while talking about how Gojo makes everyone redundant. Yeah, so. true, true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man. O- only in like a, it's it's just like One Punch Man because I still like to watch Ganos' fights even though he' about to fucking lose. Oh, but they're gonna be yeah. entertaining at least. They are entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And I love what I love about Saitama. I love that he takes he he really tries to like let everybody else win and let everyone else do everything. He's just like, mm-hmm. damn man. I just all right. <laughs> Consecutive normal punch. <laughs> I love his attack name. Best move. So good. So good. But with that, have fun. Watch JJK. It's really good. BNA, Cyberpunk, also good recommendations. You guys should check them out. Um, Wednesdays, we'll see you Wednesdays. This episode is going to be kind of weird. I mean, you probably listened to it already, so it's already kind of weird, but you know, it is what it is. The cummies. <laughs> Bring it back, I guess. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are we bringing it back? No one knows. But on that note, make pillows that goop. Damn it, I can't do my fucking outro, right? Stay perfect, chat. Ooh, Peace.